All right, welcome back to the Classic Mix-Up Podcast, on to episode number 22. Uh, we're back, uh, Rosario and Riley from Classic Mix-Up. What's up, everybody? How you guys doing? How you How's doing, Rosario? Oh, I'm good, I'm good. I'm glad to be back, you know, doing our thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was enjoying some summer weather, and now I'm enjoying some winter weather. So. Yeah, it's like it's like ice snowing raining here it's like yeah it's like snow but it's really not it's just ice that's yeah so like... i think what happened at least for me is like we had like a huge thunderstorm over the weekend mm-hmm. and, and it, it got cold stopped. yeah so like it is it's like super icy mm-hmm. and i saw a dude bite it on the way to class so okay but yeah here it's just it's like snowing it's it's really it's really colorful outside but it's like just gonna get a little warmer as time Pretty goes dreary on. for me. Yeah, but, uh, it's okay. We're close to getting to the the real summer, not the free trial. Yeah, well, and I was telling everybody that was like getting pumped about the warmth. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, just wait a week. Wait, yeah, you like know, it's wait. going away. It's too. gonna. Like, it's temporary. This is, it's April in Michigan. This shit is mm-hmm. not staying. You know, like yeah, you wait think till late May. Warm. Late May is like consistent yeah, when you're safe. Yeah, you, yeah. you'd think by like you know year 20 or whatever we're going on in michigan we would know you know how it i works, i but... i'm pretty like i'm not like let down when it's like cold a day yeah after. me neither i've i've learned to stop like being optimistic on the weather and just being like you know especially it's not, never safe especially so. in a state like michigan like i i can't believe people are like oh my god like it's weird but i don't know yeah but anyways i i've, I've been all right i mean I'm, that's good uh getting to the end of the semester i'm kind of just like biding my time like counting down the days but like you yeah know, i just i can't honest. look at my grades like that shit stresses me out because i'm yeah. like teetering i'm like i'm like some classes i'm like oh that's rough and that's like an it's like not horrible i know i'll like pass and like do right. fine but like it's still but like there's a couple classes that are like on the edge of like doing good and then doing mediocre yeah, that's like the. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm doing pretty fine with my grades. It's just mm. been a lot of work, obviously. Yeah, so. got to stay on top. Mine's, of those, but... I was just talking to you before the pod, but my work mm-hmm. slowed down in school. But I've like worked a lot. Like I've been just working on the weekends. Yeah. Like I worked all weekend this weekend. Like I worked like sixteen hours or something like that. Damn, there you go. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So yeah. Well, one thing for me, at least for school, is like, and then we get into the actual episode. Is like, yeah, I have sure. a lot of, I have a lot of like projects going on right now. So like, mm. you know, like final projects, which are just like, typically, I I prefer to just do like, you know, like my busy work, like my math homework or something like that. Just mm. like stimulates my brain easily. It's like quick and easy. But like yeah. when I'm looking at like a project and I have like all these things to do and like this list of tasks, it's like so overwhelming. So what nice. I try to do is just like break it down into smaller tasks and just kind of go. Yeah. one day at a time but yeah just try to break you know break them yeah bulk pretty much i think it. i think uh i think 10 more days and i'll be out of here so nice yeah 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 that's nice that sounds yeah doable you know when you should yeah that's no, like... it's like the light at the end of the tunnel you know yeah um yeah do you want to get into the episode now I'll yeah yeah sure down. so yeah so if if you don't know uh we don't just talk about our wretched school life we usually talk yeah. about music uh so yeah how we do it is pretty much we talk about two like main albums for the day uh i picked one and riley picked one mm. and uh yeah we're gonna get into those now um do you care what we go with first or oh or no the shorter shorter one first or uh 
I mean, I don't think our discussion will be short because I have a lot of good things to say about both. All right, cool. So cool, cool. Well, uh, then I guess we'll just we'll just start with Boy Anonymous, and I'm I'm glad to hear it sounds like you liked it. But Mm -hmm. anyways, without getting too far ahead of ourselves, the first album of the day that we're going to talk about today is uh, Boy Anonymous by Paris, Texas, which is the album that I picked. Uh, Paris, Texas is a rap duo who really like to experiment with elements of like rock and metal in their music. And uh, if you listen to the episode last week, I explained kind of why I picked it. And uh, it's just because like, I really like it. I think it's just a fun, uh, entertaining album. It's good energy. Mm. And uh, I just, it got brought up in conversation and I'm like, yeah, I think I haven't heard that in one in a while. So uh, yeah, I think we should focus on it. And uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think it was a good pick because I love that and I haven't heard it in forever. And I was glad to like refresh myself on it. And it sounds like you had some positive things to say about it. So, yeah. So, I mean, this album surprised me because when you're mentioning like the metal aspect and the rock aspect added to the rap, it's like mm-hmm. I was imagining uh, um, Angelica Rat by Kenny Mason. Right. And Which I kind of talked about. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago. Right. Yeah. I think maybe two um, weeks ago. Yeah. So um, that album that you gave me was more like it was more like distorted, like heavy rock. Mm-hmm. So I was like expecting like some shit that would make my like ears bleed a little bit, but yeah, this is a like, little bit more smooth. No, I this was like whoa, this is cool. This reminded me of like Steve Lacey or like Brent Fias. This is very like R and B, and their flows are very like slow and kind of smooth. And and it, they had variation too that you could tell that these guys were having fun and like making Definitely. good music. Like it was just really good. Like I, yeah. I just enjoyed every song. Like I don't think I had a favorite or like. A bad song you know it's just they were all kind of fun and for sure yeah they are they're very fun yeah it's a really cool it's a really cool album because i agree that the tone is like really relaxed it's like very unserious most of the time mm. uh sometimes it gets a little more serious but also if you listen most of the lyrics are like really funny and like you can tell right that like it's just two dudes who are just like kind of having fun like you know like i always say like i always say a lot of good music usually comes from when two guys are just like, you know, or however many people are just like having fun and just like jamming out, like making, make, making fun music. And like, I think that this album boy anonymous is like a, like a perfect definition of that. Like they just kind of like get in the booth and like say what's on their mind and just like rip mm-hmm. off each other and just like have a lot of fun. And it yeah. really shows through the music. And it's, it's a good album to listen to. Like, I think both of these albums, like, like were albums that, were just fun like i just had fun with definitely like they were both both good i'd say like spring slash summer albums for me oh yeah like high energy on both yeah like even the heaviest songs on this album is aren't super heavy they're fun they're like yeah you could like roll the windows down and jam out to them like even heavy metal which i would say is probably the heaviest song on the Mm -hmm. on the album just because of the sample like the actual rapping is like you could like just get a good like bounce you know going. yeah you know it's right. not like blowing out your eardrums because of the sampling or like yeah you know stuff like that but yeah heavy metal is, is like such a cool song and i agree that it's one of like you said the the heaviest songs on the album or however you want to describe it but yeah. uh one thing about paris texas is they they use like comedy in their lyrics a lot like all like a lot of their lyrics are, like super funny so that kind of keeps you on the lighter side of things like for example yeah. like the lyric i always think of in heavy metal is it's in the like beginning of the first verse. Uh, the lyric he goes, he goes, uh, I got these tabs on my tongue like a browser, and that always just like makes me laugh because like you know, 
like a browser tabs and also like yeah like, like tabs, and tabs acid, acid. I, I would assume yeah that's a good so like line, that yeah that always makes me laugh but there's like there's tons of like little like like quick one-liners in this album like uh like i forget what song it's in but uh the song is like pretty serious oh it's, it's casino the, the first mm. track on the album like i love how quickly it's just back and forth from like the funny to the serious because um and even sometimes they come at the same time because casino has like a little bit more of like a slower somber tone to it mm. and then you just hear them say my dick is a few miles long and it just kind of like like grounds you back in like what kind of what this album is like well, it's just quick... it's... oh dude we picked two albums that like you could tell are like just a bunch of friends that actually mm-hmm. hang out together just yeah. rapping and like having fun because you could just like I can imagine being in a room with like all my friends like you and Will and like a whole bunch of other guys right and just like and rapping just get... yeah. yeah and just like talking about shit and then being like super serious but then we have moments that break that ice or yeah. that tension yeah and then that's what happens in these songs like i could like, imagine like, i could imagine the one guy saying to the other guy like okay what what if i say what if i say something about how much money i have okay and then i say my dick is a few miles long and the yeah. other guy's like that's such a good idea Dude, bro why does that flow like why does that flow yeah he, go, he goes he goes and i want a different account in switzerland next to the alps and then it pauses and he goes my dick is a few miles long. <laughs> that's awesome. It's funny. This is the delivery. Just fun. Like, that's it's like, really fun. I think, I think that breakdown of seriousness on this album is what I, what makes it fun for me. Like definitely it's the fact that it's like, none of the bars are super, super intense either. Like none of them stand out to me as like, Whoa, this is serious. Yeah, shit. no, like, it's not like it's creative like, wordplay. It's just like, it's like, it's, it's like one liner. It's, it's like almost you know. like an earth gang song. Like, I feel like a lot of these are like, but also, I don't know. This kind of this album really fits into that Steve Lacey kind of production, though. Too that's like, interesting. A lot of songs, yeah. Like lot, I would say, like even Casino, and I would maybe like Better Days and Situations. Like those are two softer see, songs. Like I could see I, that for sure from Better Days. That's not something I ever like. I would never have drawn that connection though from from like this being just, similar to Steve Lacey. But I, I see it now that you say not it, the but. rapping. It's the production. Right, like no, definitely. Just something definitely. about it. And then it also, the production reminds me of, um, I would say, I would say Brent Faye is like kind of like a new R&B kind of like, like just sure, like, yeah. like variations of heavy sounds with like a smooth, like string sound sometimes. But yeah, it's, so it's like a good mix of like these harsher sounds to make a cool beat. And all these yeah. beats are so cool. Like, yeah. I, I just like had fun with them. Like, that's just like a great totally. word for this album. It's just, it's fun. It's fun to listen to. That's the best to. way to describe it. And I think, I think the reason that you could be like getting that kind of like Steve Lacey, like ish, like kind of connection is because like the beats are like in a way kind of like psychedelic because mm. they're a little like detached from reality. It's kind of how it feels. Cause yeah. Like when you listen to something like a, like a trap beat, you know, or like a, even like an alchemist beat that's like a like mm. a hard beat, it's like it sounds very like crisp and very like well right. kind of placed. But these beats sound a little bit more like flowy and airy and kind of have like a type of variation to them that makes it sound kind of like imperfect in a way. Exactly. And, uh, I think that kind of what gives it its its charm, and I think you see that in a lot of the type of music that you were describing as well. So yeah, when you yeah. combine that that kind of factor of it with like the you know, fun, like upbeat delivery and like fun lyrics. So you get like, like you said, a really fun album. So yeah, yeah I and mean, it's not, there's not like a, a ton really to like break down 
so to speak, because like it's it's a really short album, which we knew going into it, mm. but it's definitely one that I like. I thought you would like, so I felt like we had to like you know get the word out. Yeah, I'll, I I wouldn't say there's a bad song. Like all of them, kind of were just like good. Like I just had they were all like That's I'm gonna cool. like I think this album too will grow on me a lot because there's the songs are so versatile. Like it reminds mm. me of like even like a dreamville like album where you have all these like even though this is just two guys coming together mm-hmm. it feels like it's a compilation album like it feels like there's different people on this yeah shit. like you know just based on that difference in production and some songs are more serious or different sounding and it's like mm-hmm. you know yeah well they're able to i guess like tap into a lot of styles you know mm-hmm. like we said the the versatility can really make a, a short album or like an album with only made by two people really sound like it's you know, pulling from a lot of different places uh, right. just because you have a song, you know, like, like pack, like you look at like track, like two, two and three, like the transition, mm. you have a song like pack for the low, which is like, you know, like heavy drums and you like mm. a really like quicker song and then better days is like super chill and relaxed. So mm. when you have those like transitions in it, it, it helps to make that album like easier to, to get through. But uh, yeah, I think that's a, that's a good way to describe it though, is that it is versatile and uh, yeah. it is, unique pretty much and, and i uh, and I, I can connect the at least the production and almost like how these guys bounce off each other is like kind of earth gangy no i can i can see that for sure i mean definitely i feel it with the like delivery and the transition mm-hmm. between verses is like one thing earth gang is really good at which i mean like any good like duo should be good at this is like you know they transition really well into each other yeah um you know like when one of them's done rapping and the next one starts their verse it flows like really seamlessly it almost is like they're acting like two parts of the same rapper, but they're obviously two separate right. people. Yeah. So if you can like achieve that kind of like synergy, then that's really kind of the mark, I guess, for, for a duo. Yeah. I, this surprised me a lot. Like I, I didn't know what to expect with this album. Like, I yeah, it's, no good. it's kind of a and random is, one. I mean, this is going to be like, uh, like all of these songs are going to be like on my playlist. Like there's not that's one. Sweet. that. I, yeah. They were all fun. Yeah, that dude. There, there's like totally a bunch of good songs, like you said, for just like throwing on a playlist, like for this time of year, especially like, um, like Pack for the Low. I already mentioned it, is like that song is like honestly crazy, like when the drums come in, mm-hmm. and like, and it's it's like it is fun to listen to with your friends because like you're just like listening to like a semi like serious song. It's not like a meme song, but you're just like listening to a normal song, and then yeah. he comes in and he's like, uh, like my nut, I put that on your mama. <laughs> and, uh, yeah and... it's just like it has that kind of like it reminds me of like uh like gid baby keem mixed with earth gang mixed with steve lacy yeah, it's like all these kind of good the good aspects of all these artists that i like yeah Which, speaking and of like... gid do you want to break sorry to do a little um no, side note but do you want to break down uh dicaprio one I can definitely episode? talk about I can definitely talk about DiCaprio one later in this episode. Okay, cool. Uh, cool. Because I did listen to it, like I said, I was going to. So, okay. yeah, Riley Riley found the uh, the jackpot for local files. Yep, and... and I found. I mean, I sent it to him. Yeah. But... Um, by by local files, we mean we paid for them legally. Oh yeah, no no uh, illegal activity. We didn't here. illegally download anything. Right. No, but, not um, at all. Yeah, but, but back to the album. It's just a good album, man. This is yeah, just it like is a definitely. good little album, little EP that like these are songs that'll fit well onto any playlist. Like every, you know, 
Yeah, I agree. And uh, it makes me want to hear more music from them because they do have another EP. It's called yeah. uh, Red Hand Akimbo. Yeah. Uh, it's a little different. I mean, it's not like bad. It, it didn't really do the same thing for me as this uh, Boy Anonymous did. But uh, mm. it's been a couple of years since they dropped music. And they, they did release a single not too long ago. Mm. Um, that was a pretty decent song. So I hope that they like come back to like full time dropping music because I think they obviously have a lot of potential. And I think this genre is kind of going places too. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think when you have rap as like, rap has gone through like these waves of like mm-hmm. super mainstream and then kind of back at underground, mainstream underground, you know, like it's kind of hitting right. this hump of like, oh, everything like trap is mainstream and SoundCloud raps mainstream now. So you got to have like, the really well produced shit is is now underground. Like it's kind of weird. Like it's so oh bad. yeah, like the like the like for example, like going transitioning a little bit into the yeah. coast contra. Like those like jazzy beats, like those soul sample beats, are like or, you don't hear those in hit songs anymore. Even like Westside Gun, like right, definitely he's like, underground most... and he's like he sounds like an old rapper. Like he's an right. old rapper. Right. Though, yeah. You know. Yeah, that well, yeah, that's why the rap scene is always so interesting to me. Like, I mean, for anyone like who doesn't know, like, I'd say rap is probably my favorite genre of music and probably one of the most versatile and like you know most varying because there's so many subgenres and there's so many different scenes and like the, the stuff happening in each one is so different. Like, obviously, we have like you said, like the mainstream trap style production, mm. and, but then you also have you know like so many scenes in the underground with like unique stuff. Like this Paris, Texas album is like. You know, there's some people who would never imagine rap like me at one point would never imagine rap sounding like this. You know, having these yeah, like you were heavy metal guitars. You're listening to Nev. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. And and like and the thing year. is, is like I'll still I'll still like listen to some Nav songs like for sure, but I'll also listen to this and then West Side Gun and then like go all over the place, Jaggy, right. whatever. There's just so much in that one genre of rap that like you can really go a lot of different directions, which is is. I don't know. It's really cool. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I guess to, to kind of wrap it up, like we said, quick album, quick discussion. Um, I'm going to shout out pack for the low mm. better days, heavy metal and force of habit, which is the last track really strong ender. Um, those are kind of the, the four that I would recommend, but it is only a 20 minute album and yeah. it's, it's definitely a fun experience. So like, if you're driving around like 20 minute drive, you know, in the spring or summer, like definitely highly recommend. This yeah. One for that. I would throw, I would throw, I'll do casino mm-hmm. force sure. the habit area code. Boom. Okay, cool. Cool. A little different top three. premieres, but just, I like all the songs. So there's no bad songs. Right. Yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. There's no bad songs. Yeah. So, uh, recommend checking it out. I'm glad, uh, glad I picked it, even though it was like a, like it was good, always going to be a short discussion, but that's, that's yeah. Fine. I mean, it's a, it's just a pretty standard rap album that's fun and kind of different sound. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad I'm glad we have to point out some of my favorite lyrics. I have a couple more. Uh, like your bitch only bad from the neck down. Oh, I love that <laughs> one. Um, uh, I don't go outside, bitch. I'm a hermit. That one's funny. That's a good one. Um, it's true. Yeah, it, yeah, kind of real. Uh, yeah, that's all the ones I have written down. But if you just listen to it and like focus on the lyrics like it there's some there's some gems in there mm. these guys are actually like genuinely funny like sneaking in these bars in between like pretty normal like rap lyrics so, yeah. yeah yeah good stuff yeah yeah it, it, it is so uh 
yeah, I guess that uh, that's kind of that. So cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you want to transition into the other album? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You can okay. go ahead and so introduce us. I I chose the album Apartment Five Hundred Five by Coast Contra. So Coast Contra, I guess, are they really? Are they kind of up and coming still, or are they kind of mainstream? I guess I wouldn't say they're so, main. I mean, they have the same monthly listeners as Paris, Texas, right? Remember we were talking right. about that so, last week. Yeah, they're in like an underground rap group. Yeah, and they kind of they've kind of blew up a little bit on social media because they went on one of the, uh, the rap uh, talk shows. Maybe it was, I think maybe shade or something like that. And yeah, one of the, one of the guys from it, I forgot which one, but he, he was rapping over some beats and he was insane. Like he yeah. was, I think you've seen He's that actually video crazy. No, that's how, that's how I found out about these guys as well as I saw one of these guys on whatever show it was. Mm. Uh, he did a bunch of freestyles, but, one of the most viral ones, especially on like my timeline, was uh, on the Never Beat. Yeah, yeah, Jandy's that's Never yeah, it's the Never Beat. And he went absolutely ridiculous. Like these guys can spit for real. So that's kind of yeah. how they started going viral. Yeah, and so I I've never listened to this album, so this is a first listen for me too. So I didn't know if this is going to be a miss or a hit, but um, I really enjoyed this. Like it's a long album too. It's almost an hour. Like it's it's eleven right. minutes shy of an hour. So I looked at it. I'm like, okay, it's a long album, but I've been putting it aside putting it aside yeah i don't it's a fun album it's kind of different like it's not super textbook um one of the guys is colombian so he would rap and speak spanish Spanish. yeah Yeah, so that kind of stuck out to me and uh, i loved their kind of interludes were still songs like they weren't all their like just talking or like a skit like they still had bars in it a little bit some of them so i liked that so it was like it was it's an album jam-packed full of everything so yeah definitely i would say uh this album uh apartment 505 has a lot of uh a lot of character to it like yeah the skits the interludes like they seem very real like and i think the stuff they're talking about just on the album like lyrically is like very real like they have a pretty like fairly serious subject matter like they're they're still having fun with it but it's not like they're like cracking jokes like on the on the tracks you know so That kind of keeps you keeps you grounded in a way. Um, yeah, yeah, they're still talking about selling crack and stuff. Yeah, like that. right, and like like you know like coming up struggling, you know mm-hmm. stuff like that. Oh, you know, honestly, all kinds of stuff. There's actually, you know, I didn't. Oh wow, the Never Freestyle is on Apple Music, dude. Sorry, I just got distracted. Their freestyle over the Never Beat is actually on streaming services, which is really cool. That's cool. Oh, it is. But yeah. um, anyways, uh, gonna listen to that again later because it's really good but um uh what i was what i was uh saying is that um they have a pretty like diverse uh subject matter like, they talk about a different a lot of different stuff and uh i'd say uh the the coolest like thing about them is that um they're originally well not all of them but some of them like i think the main guy at least is like originally from philly and he raps about that a lot but the group was like formed and based in like in LA. Mm-hmm. And I think one thing that I noted that I picked this up only on my second listen is that like the rapping style is like very East coast, you know, very like Philly or New York. Like they mm-hmm. kind of have that, that, that boom bap type flow, yeah. but the beats they're rapping on aren't necessarily like the classic boom bap beats. They're a little more jazzy and the, like kind of like fused with like even some trap drums and also Whoa. like some soul samples. So like, I think it's cool that they have like the East coast rapping style, 
but the beats they rap on aren't traditional. They're actually even more like West Coast with like the jazz. Yeah, I would even say it's more like going back to like Alchemist. So like it's kind of funny because the new wave New York in like Alchemist and like Mm -hmm. even the Buffalo stuff from like like Griselda and all that, which is inspired by more West Coast stuff and Chicago stuff and like all that. So it's not traditionally New not York traditionally or East Coast. Coast. Yeah. So well, I mean, obviously the East Coast West Coast thing doesn't really exist anymore with the like age of the internet. Right. But I'm talking like just traditionally East Coast versus West Coast stuff. Like when I think of East Coast, I think of like Boom Bap, like Joey Badass, Nas. Yeah. And then when I when I think of West Coast, I instantly think like Kendrick Lamar, like jazz rap, mm-hmm. and like Snoop Dogg, just like you know, like vibing, just like like party music almost. Yeah. I, I love I don't know I loved like the um the production reminded me of Joey Badass like it, yeah like, a lot a lot of it reminded it me. reminded me of like like um 1999 like this the beats at least did like the variety like mm-hmm. you can kind of like some of these beats were uh, Dilla inspired I can definitely tell like that kind of stuff sure. like it's just very vibey like it's kind of like that like like. I think that's why their name is Coast Contra because they have such a variety of like influences. Influences. So you can't tell it's yeah. like both coasts. It's just coast, like coast war is basically what their like name means. It's like right. Contra is like an insurgency or like whatever. So Right, because yeah. they're they not like they're not tied to one region. They probably they even have, you know, like the Latin American influences from the the Colombian, you know, group member. They have rapping in Spanish on some of their songs, like they're very like, you know, nationwide, worldwide, like pulling a lot of different unique sounds, just super cool. And I, I totally agree that I, I picked up heavily on the Joey Badass like Pro Era uh influence. Like, for example, one of my favorite tracks, which I'll get into a little bit, was uh Pippin Benjamin's the oh, yeah. the sixth track. And like I, I think like it's a really cool like I, I I do like when when rappers like rap about like money and stuff like that. Like it reminds me of Paper Trails by Joey Badass. Like yeah. not rapping about money as in like how much money they have, but rapping about money as in like kind of the more like the evil side of money, if you will, because mm. this is a song where sure they're flexing, but they're also like getting real. Like I, I noticed them getting into more like, you know, what having money actually means and stuff like that. So yeah. it, it was cool hearing them have a little bit of real talk, but uh, it definitely gave me the the Joey Badass vibes with the, especially with the like the flows from the verse transitioning into the like sung uh, chorus, which mm-hmm. from I don't know who the singer is there, but uh, the chorus was like uh, a it reminded me of uh, Snakes by Joey Badass with Tina Apex, where like yeah the the verses are like heavy hard hitting. And then it, it transitions into that more like you know relaxed like song chorus. It's a really good song structure. It's like a classic, obviously song structure. Mm. Yeah, no, that was like the my introduction song to them was Pimp and okay. Benjamin, which cool, is a, cool. it was like one of the only singles off this album. Um, so like, it's like so cool because I think I forgot the song that the beat in like because like you can get with this or you can get with that, you know, like you remember. I think at the beginning, yeah, they have. That I think I do down. remember that. I it's still like, remember. I listened to this, it literally today. You can get with that, you can get with this, yeah, or you can get with that. Yeah. And then they have a lot of references to like old songs, like coastal songs. So I think they have a, a one of the songs. Oh shit! What I forgot which one, but it's uh, the where it's like cream. It's uh, where it's like, dream, get the money, cream, or something like that. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? I I'm like skipping through the album trying to find it, but I I like I remember, but I don't remember like where I should have. We should have been more prepared to like talk about specific references, but yeah, they definitely are not afraid to like show their influences. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we. Uh, sorry, I just got distracted. Cause I, was, like, just listening. I was like, just like listening to the songs again. But um, yeah, um, yeah. I, I uh, we mentioned how uh, their interludes and skits also are like you know still like songs. And uh, one thing that was cool is that um, uh, their a lot of their skits were like just pulled from like live shows. It sounded like. Mm um like they were pretty awesome because they were just like clips of the the artists like actually just like talking to the crowd which is cool because it makes them seem like more real you know like it gives you like insight into their like personality a little more and that was something that i don't can't say i've ever like seen done before mm. like to take one it's like a clip from your concert not to and, like, the extent not to the yeah. extent right like, like, like it's, it's like happens multiple like, times like i think my favorite is uh from Guns and Butter by ASAP Rocky. Yeah. Where it's like Rocky, Rocky, hold on a minute, bro. And then it's um that's like and then it jumps back into the song. But this into song, the song, yeah. Like this uses like commentary from like them talking as interludes from right. Concert, which is, really which cool. is cool because it almost makes it like I mean yeah. not really, but it almost makes it like you're at the concert, you're listening to the album because like you can kind of just hear the the members of the group like you know, commentating the the song yeah. transitions. So yeah. Well, and I like. Then they have the the girl. There's like a girl that is like on the interludes or like the beginning of ending yeah or endings of songs, and she'll just say the funniest shit. Like, there's four guys on this song. Yeah, I remember that. she's like at the end of the song. She's like, she's like, man, I couldn't tell. Like, I couldn't, yeah. still can't tell. Yeah, I can't. Still, I can't. Still can't tell who's who. Yeah, like yeah, that, that was, just that was like made me laugh. Like that would like. I think that like this is something that's in common with the Paris, Texas albums that this album's just fun. Like even the harder hitting songs, which I think yeah, totally. tend to be in the front of this album, like this front of this album is serious, heavy, like up until sure. like, I would say Pimpin' Benjamin, like the first five songs are more serious. Like AF, like AF one and two phone Jack is like pretty serious. Like they have right. heavier beats. Serious and so songs. is even if you like come down to like track nine, like legacy, queen and slim those are both pretty yeah i feel like more but they're lighter too. they're you know and they're like five yeah. but 505 and then like the they're like still but like i feel like they transition from the serious topic serious beat to more serious topic less serious beat more fun yeah beat more chill beat well another thing to point out is like you can be serious and still make like fun music though yeah. i'll say that like you know like Nelly, 1999 for example yeah like yeah definitely west side gun Although him being serious can be disputed depending on the song, but uh, going back to like the 1999 influence that you can hear on this, like I said, those those songs from Joey are still just like a 17 year old kid, just like like he's I'm sure he's having fun, but yeah. he's also keeping it real, which is respectable. It is. Yeah. And uh, going back to what you said about you know the skit where it was like oh, there's four dudes on this song, I didn't <laughs> even realize like that is that is funny, but I also think the reason they might have they maybe put it in this could be a reach, but like. Uh, it's cool that they're able to like keep four guys like focus on the same topic and have like an album where you can make serious music with like four guys like and they all flow really good together and like, they work they well together 
Yeah. So you look at like a, a group like Tribe where it's like, of course, they're legends, but like a Tribe song is typically a little more, usually a, their early stuff at least is a little more disjointed and yeah. they're kind of just like having fun saying whatever. Mm-hmm. And where you look at these guys where it's like four guys and they're like all four of them are sticking on the same topic and like staying focused and like yeah. really coming together seamlessly to make a, a cool flowing. song. Seamlessly yeah. flowing like it's the same guy. Like yeah, it's awesome. And then that's probably why they included that that little skit of like I didn't even know there was four guys on this song. Like that could yeah. just be a testament to like how well they work together. And obviously right. they do, so it's cool. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, it's good. Like I love songs. I love like how songs can be serious, but they're not serious at the same time. Like the song right. explicit. Like they're like it's gonna get explicit, and then it's just like about like just like silly shit like it's not even really it's not explicit in the terms of like bad yeah, explicit it's more right. like fun like immature shit but yeah i like that but even like the songs that i would say are more like explicit or like heavy hitting are just like the more fun songs like, yeah like and they're, they're just casual about it queen and slim and on tap coop dreams mm-hmm. like coop dreams is probably one of the more hard hitting songs and it's like the shortest one of the shorter songs yeah, it has like it's just quick. It's quick. It's hard hitting. Yeah, and it's like it's just a good song. Yeah, I totally. Know. I uh, I I'm glad you mentioned Queen and Slim. That's another one of my favorites. Mm. Uh, I mean, one thing that we already kind of mentioned is like the 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 kind of diversity that they achieve is really cool. Mm. So like looking at Queen and Slim, you know, especially having it come after Legacy, it's cool to hear like they kind they're able to like go from you know we mentioned. I noticed most of the beats were kind of had a little bit of trap influence in them, uh, mm. you know, in the drums mostly, but that's just, you know, obviously the modern kind of sound, but uh, a lot of them pulled like from jazz samples and a little more like jazz rap style. Mm. Um, like I said, with trap, trap drums kind of, but also like some songs have like, the classic, like soul sampling, like Queen and Slim mm. was like a very, very traditional beat, which was cool to hear them get on a beat like that. Mm. And uh, I think, I guess this is a testament to just their skill level and also just the fact that they have four guys um yeah it's is that they can kind of have like a, a flow for every beat you know like mm. like we said they, they kind of got famous from that radio show where they were freestyling on other people's beats like you know they absolutely went crazy on the never beat which is not really anything like a lot of the beats on this album right because you know they like so it just proves that they can rap on the soul samples the trap drums the jazz like whatever yeah. you kind of throw at them i think they can handle which is really cool to see mm. I think what's cool too is um, like you could tell that like that there's so much lower behind all of these songs and they all kind of had a, a hand in all these songs because they kind of they're always there's always a line about them like in the apartment, you know, like they must have right. like you could tell the backstory of this like album by so much shit that they're saying that they I can say I can guarantee that they you know, lived together in apartment 505 and experienced all this shit, bonded over all this shit. It like, feels very real. And like became friends in this place. And that's what, what their stories are telling in these songs. It's so yeah, cool. it feels very, very authentic. Like it, it's not uh, it's not like anything that could be, you know, like orchestrated or or like kind of organized by a record label or anything like that. You know, it's yeah. it's very, very like um you know, like I said, authentic. And yeah. um, I agree with you that I, I love how um, the skits like tell their story. Like I love how they, they tell like the interludes in the skits tell their story, like how they went from Philly to LA, 
And uh, obviously you can hear both the East Coast and the West Coast influence on the on the album, which goes back to their like group name. Like it, it's all like it all ties together and it's all like very, you know, like very seamless, but very well, well thought out, well organized. And uh, mm. I guess like I, I already said it a couple of times, but like a good word is like it feels very authentic. Mm. So it was a fun listen. Yeah. And I would say like two of the guys on this album that typically follow each other are very like earth gang like I, I was saying it for paris texas no sure but the, the, there's Almost two guys on here transition. that i'm like that i'm like oh and they have slightly different deliveries i can't tell which two guys they were i don't know i i'm gonna, yeah i didn't I, really look into if i have more time if i have more time yeah. with the album i would have known that but like like two of the guys i was like oh their flows into each other i was very like hype like you know earth gang, earth gang those two guys in earth gang like how they yeah. how they bounce off each other yeah. Um, it's always like you always feel like you're like you're always like looking back and forth between two guys and they because yeah, it's totally. slightly different, but they have just hype. The, like I could see them on stage, like just like going back and forth and like going crazy. Like this yeah. would this would actually probably be a cool like show. Yeah, because country would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I don't know, just like their energy on some of these songs are like it's super serious on some songs, but then super fun and then like are, it's just like fun to listen to. I, like we had two albums this week that are very similar but di- yeah. very different. You know, like yeah, I was gonna say that. I, yeah. I was gonna kind of kind of get at that. You know, eventually in the episode is like it was obviously it's never planned. We don't we don't plan too far ahead for anything. We no. usually decide what album we're giving each other on the spot in the moment. Yeah, but uh, every every once in a while, like you know, I'd say this is not the first time this has happened. We get two albums that kind of relate, kind of have a theme to them. And uh, this week we definitely got just like yeah. friends in a studio making music and like making incredible music at that. And just showing that like being authentic, like being yourself, being real, having fun, no matter what that means for you yeah. uh, is like, is the best way to like make a quality record. Oh, and two great spring and summer albums, like definitely just great, great music to listen to the summer and spring yeah. and like jam out to or vibe to just great variety, great lyricism. Right. They definitely but... fit the, yeah with the vibe and it's 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 actually uh kind of funny they released in the spring also both of them so it was almost probably yeah, was intentional cool. yeah like cool. this one the apartment 505 uh dropped on march 24th of last year yeah and then the paris texas album dropped on may 12th of 2021 so a wow. couple of recent good spring albums and uh i guess this episode is coming out at a good time when you're seeing this hopefully wherever you are it's fully into spring not snow on the ground still and yeah. uh, you can enjoy these two these two yeah. records they're they're fun listen for sure I, I recommend both of them oh yeah no i don't i don't think like even this album doesn't have songs that are like bad like you can obviously like if you were to listen to this and didn't want to listen to the whole almost hour long album right like leave out the skits or the interludes they're labeled usually mm-hmm. um so it's like pretty and you could just skip them like that's what i did on my second time through listening was like right. I just skipped the interludes, but um, yeah, like my first true listen through, I was like they added to the listening experience. It like kind of made me laugh before like a serious song or like I agree, you know, like laugh before a fun song. And then it yeah, gets you well, like, I I just like I already mentioned how they kind of tell their story of like going from Philly to LA. Yeah, uh, they mentioned that a few times, like on the different skits, and like you just get a little. I, I think you just get a little. It, it makes them feel you know like almost like you know them like like you said you can tell you know their story now you can tell like kind of how the album came about 
and like by by the skits you know existing and, and giving you that information it helps you just feel a little more connected to the music and like a yeah. little more with the artists well and i think i think like rap and music in general was was like this more in the past because social media allows us to like see into people's lives so much that like we almost right. like we have that you didn't, you didn't need that yeah no but like this is like you don't even need to go on their their social media or right they, they like leave they it all are. out there for you you know yeah it's great it's it's it good al- it's a good album good music to listen to so yeah it's really cool I, I'll, I'll say one thing this is gonna sound a little i don't know weird probably maybe a little convoluted but uh if i like found this record like i, I know it didn't exist but if i would have found this when i was in high school probably I would have been like, like literally obsessed with it. Not that I, not that I didn't like it. I, I loved mm-hmm. it, but I'm just saying like, this is like the style of rap and like the, the type like you mentioned earth gang already, you know, yeah. you mentioned JID already. Like this Dreamville. is the kind of thing. Yeah. Like Dreamville. Definitely. This is the kind of thing that I was like listening to nonstop all day, every day for like a year or two. That's cool. So like, yeah, like this would have definitely been one of my, my favorites. And uh, not that I'm not going to listen to it because I'm, I've definitely added a, a handful of songs to my playlist and mm. uh I definitely want to go back to those because uh, it is a good album for this time of year. So yeah, great album. Yeah, yeah. Like I already mentioned, Pimp and Benjamin. That song was yeah really good. Um, Queen and Slim. I already mentioned Beat of the Chicago Kid. Yeah, uh, always always My lady. comes through. Super. Fun. Uh, yeah, that one's fun for sure. Um, Legacy was probably probably maybe my my top favorite was Legacy. Mm. Uh, I think Legacy was really cool too again, see the more serious side of them and just rap about, I mean, obviously like your legacy, like what you leave behind, what they kind of mm-hmm. came from and what they want to become. It's, it was just cool to hear. It definitely reminded me of like a pro era type, like Joe, Joey Badass, which, you know, if you've been following this show, you know, we both love, we talked about him before. So mm-hmm. um, I think if they get a feature from him on their next album, like that'd be legendary. Oh, that'd they, be they awesome. need to work together for sure. But that'd uh, be awesome. yeah, those ones, you mentioned Coop Dreams. That, uh, that song is really cool. Yeah. short but like the b is really strong on that one it's very hard hitting yeah um i think that pretty much covers yeah the, i mean the, i guess like my, my top ones. songs my top songs is probably like pimp and benjamin mm-hmm. uh 505 is kind of a sleeper yep, definitely worth a shout um my lady and i guess that's the three uh, yeah I, I think also shout out to uh, i miss this one uh last song on the album pangea yeah. it was kind of cool because uh, it started off with like no beat you know what i mean yeah. it started off uh like almost like an acoustic freestyle mm-hmm. and then uh towards the end the drum the, the drums like started coming in it was like the most like different like weird yeah. song on the album like they went yeah. a total different direction but uh it was like a, it ended up actually working as a cool song yeah. so just shout out, so, shout out to that i guess if we're like ending the ending if i had ending remarks for this album's like i went into this album not expecting anything from coast contra and being like oh i don't know this is a new band i want to like listen to Mm -hmm. other shit and i'm like i'm like man this is good like i'm like okay i'm gonna look out what they're listening like i think i think that they're gonna come out with better stuff only as time goes on i agree it's gonna get more production more more pop and more you yeah, I, mean, I think one I think one thing that I that I did note is that uh, I don't think they've like as like cool and fun as this album is, I don't think they've really hit their stride of like peak really being perfect, you yeah. know. Like I, I think they have like I think I you know this is gonna be like a high praise, but I think they could 
if they stick kind of around in this kind of neighborhood of this style, they could have mm. like a real masterpiece in them. Like potentially, you know, like if oh, they yeah. can, if they can I get think... everything all synced up with, like you said, getting better production, like just furthering their mm. production and like furthering their chemistry and like working more on their, their wordplay and like writing some like, mm. you know, good bars, they could yeah. have like a real, like, like, you know, ground shifting hip hop album, like one of the modern classics. They, they have the potential. Yeah, for that. I could. I, I almost like compare this album to like uh, JID's like Never Story. Like it's yeah, kind of raw. It's still good, but it's like a little experimental for the yet. artist. Like they, yeah, like he was like just trying to find his back. And I will say, like for an album like that, which is one of my favorite albums ever, it's like those little imperfections, like the artist like tr- trying to find that spark mm-hmm. is definitely cool. Yeah. To like witness in lifetime. And it's cool that we listen to this album like when it's still you know, less than a year old or, or just a little over a year old. It's like, mm. we get to kind of hear in live time, these guys trying to find that spark. And yeah. I think it, it won't be long until they find, like, until no. they hit their stride and like really make something amazing. No, so, I, I'm sure we'll hear them on someone's song or something like that. So totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, these guys are going to work with like, like they're going to get some crazy features like Gene Dawson, like Joey oh, yeah. badass. Yeah. They're going to like get, they get like Earth crazy King, stuff. Yeah, Earth totally. King. Like all, like I said, the pro Eric guys, like Joey Badass, you know, guys like that. Like they're gonna, yeah. yeah. Damn. So yeah, I, I I definitely recommend checking out the record if you're a fan of, I guess rap this this style of rap. Yeah. So you're probably not Straight watching out. this episode if you're not. So I guess I'll just I'll recommend yeah. it to you. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's uh. Sweet. Yeah, that's our. Yeah, that, that about says it for yeah for for apartment five hundred five. Cool. Um, we kind of have like a little bonus third uh-huh. album. yeah kind of we we, we we teased it a little earlier so uh riley uh, i mentioned that we were like exploring some uh unreleased music like some some uh some files of some songs and uh riley for the first time stumbled on uh dicaprio by jid the original one from 2015 so uh i i've i've i, I listened to this album probably like right when DiCaprio 2 came out because that's when mm. I became a huge fan of JID. So I think I listened to his mixtapes. He has he has like three like pretty known mixtapes. Mm. Uh I think two of them are worth hearing. It'd be this and pair two. Yeah. Uh so yeah this DiCaprio one I, I heard it probably in like 2018, maybe 19. And uh, I don't listen to it a ton because it's like not perfect obviously but uh it's a cool album. So yeah glad you found it and want to talk about it a little bit. Yeah so, yeah. so- I guess for those uh, people that don't know, like kind of the history of JIDs, like we're because me and Rosario are pretty big fans of him. Yeah, for sure. Um, he's, you know, uh, he's G- uh, bah, I lost my train of thought. Uh, he's J. Cole, you know, signed Dreamville, yeah, Atlanta based GID. He's, he's, you know, jumped in dirt, the guy, the man, the myth, the yeah. legend. Jad, he's from a great rapper and you know uh, dicaprio's what his second mixtape or third uh mixtape? yeah i think well so in 2011 he dropped well actually even before that i mean i i wouldn't expect anyone to like to know this or listen to these but he has mixtapes before this but uh i'd say this is his second like serious tape yeah yeah so like so yeah it's so this was like I mean, I probably was a fan of JID like same time as you a little before. Right. I, like like probably Never 2017, Story. 2018. I caught yeah. Never Story before DiCaprio 2 came right. out. Like it was a little probably before you. But like 
I never, I, I knew that DiCaprio one was out there, but I thought, right. Like if there's a DiCaprio two, that implies, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was like, then I, I like, I kind of gave up on seeing if there was a DiCaprio two. Cause I'm like, Oh, that means like JID's referring to himself as DiCaprio. He's the next Leo DiCaprio. Like he's the, right. he's DiCaprio two. But then like, I saw that it was a, a mixtape and I'm like, Oh sweet. But it's not out on anything. And right. then you brought up that when, when we were talking about unreleased stuff and yeah. you're like, dude, I got DiCaprio one. And I'm like, no fucking way. Like, I thought yeah. I'd never hear this. Like, just as a fan, like, this shit isn't, like, good. Like, can I just say, like, this album is, like, it's, okay, <laughs> it's okay, but it's, like, not, like, sta- Like, I think as a JID fan, there's there's so- all the songs I'm like, damn, okay, okay. Yeah. But then, well, like, dude, it's, like, it's, like, so different. Yeah. To it's me. not like, like his, like, when you hear, now. when you hear, so, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about Para 2 in our next episode, which yeah. is JID's other mixtape. Para 2. It's different just because it's old. It's like it's 10 years old at this point, so it's different. Yeah. But it if you listen to it, you could still be like, okay, this is like I see this is JID stuff. Like, this sounds pretty similar to no, what he's doing is, in a way. But this, this is, is like so different. It's so rough. It's so this like is a raw. strange. This is like it's like unmixed, obviously. Mixing, it's not really yeah, mixed. the yeah. mixing is horrible. His voice sounds like shit sometimes. His, yeah, like, and, and and in the middle of the verses, like it randomly in the songs, like Leonardo DiCaprio will just start talking. Uh, yeah. Like there's just clips from movies, yeah. just like breaking up the songs. It, it well, flows. You could, tell, you could tell that like the chorus, like the even like the chorus of some songs are literally just like the first chunk of the song repeated and then new bars. Yeah, after yeah, it. it's it's but very it scuffed flow. and it it flows terribly. Yeah. But with all, now so with fun. all that said, with all that said, there's I still find some charm in this mixtape. Like and I still the, like to okay, La Flu game and then followed by La. La Tumba part, part. I love those two songs, and then yeah, into too. La Hood Booger, which is like Hood Booger, like Just I Hood love Booger, Hood Booger. Yeah, right. I mean, like it, it's basically like the same song, close it's to the same song. Yeah, it's, it's Hood yeah, but it's yeah. not the same song. Like, I mean, if you it's, well, it's mixed Booger, differently. It's just right. older. I mean, yeah, it sounds but, uh, just rougher than like you listen to Hood Booger. On it's just Hood Booger, but worse. It's just Hood Booger before Dreamville got involved. Yeah. Yeah. But like, and then the the Lahula gangs with Earth Gang on it is so good. The early Earth Gang is awesome. Early early it. Earth Gang is ridiculously good. Like those guys were. We talked about Earth Gang a lot in this episode. Uh, those guys were good from the get. Like, yeah, those guys know how to rap. They didn't not miss. that not that JID was bad, but like, these no. Guys in the, in the Lahula gangs is like, I love like, that song. It's it's so different from any other JID and Earth Gang like collab yeah. because it's the serious earth gang rapping that you'd see on like a dreamville song mixed with like the gid rapping from like an earth gang gid collab because like yeah. i always feel like gid carries the earth gang collabs now where he actually raps bars and they're more hype we're like this is like he's almost more the hype and then earth gang is like yeah the more earth serious. gang is like spitting serious bars and jay he's like yo look at my friends yeah it's kind of funny. And, I, and it it's, was so cool really to funny. hear that back and forth because, like, for those that don't know the backstory and, like, why I kind of fall in love with, like, this history, the history yeah. aspect of this shit is, like, Earth Gang and J.I.D. lived with each other in Atlanta. So that's yeah. how they all know each other. And right. so it's all, like, you know, and then they got in touch with Dreamville. Jid got in touch with Dreamville through Earth Gang. That right. kind of yeah. Thing. So yeah. It's like, so th- I think uh, this could be wrong. I think J. Cole found Earth Gang first. Yes. And I then that, they led him to JID. And that's how I understood both, it. Obviously. Because yeah. I feel like that's like even in 2007, they kind of touched like the years were like 
Earth Gang was on a mixtape for Dreamville earlier than GID. Was. Right, and and Earth Gang was like opening up for like uh, I forget who it was, but I think it was like Omen or something. Like GID yeah. and Earth Gang opened up for Omen, and then GID opened up for Tory Lanez, whose name is censored in 2007, actually. But yeah, yeah, fuck Tory Lanez. But anyways. Why are you shooting Meg, man? Yeah, man. Well, what's up with that? And beef with JID. Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah. But anyways, uh, there's there's a charm to to DiCaprio though. I I, I like yeah. I I think like you need to. So I'll 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 put myself in your shoes when I first heard it. I actually hated it. I'm like, this is terrible. Um, oh no. I and then like it. I listened to it more, <laughs> and it grew on me. And like I just love JID. I think he's hilarious. Like I think like hearing his like immature like raw unmixed bars is like is actually so funny. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, like there, there's so many good lyrics in this. Like, good as in like, like, like the like actually good, and also good as in like just hilarious. Like, honestly, terrible, but like fun to laugh at. Mm-hmm. Um, just fuck. He's, he's horny as shit, also, which is typical for yeah. all his music. But like, it's just funny stuff, man. Like, but I, I will say, like, Latro, which is the first track. Uh, great beat, by the way, on that yeah. song. Um, and a good flow. His voice sounds terrible, but like it's it's a decent song. La Hula Gangs with uh, with Earth Gang, uh, La Hornies, and uh, La Trumba Part. Those songs are all like actually solid. I love so. Key as well. Like Key is like really slept. Yeah, wh- whoever Key, I have no idea who Key is, but he like works he, he... with he works with Kenny Beats a lot. Okay, like he like Key's best album was produced by Kenny Beats. Okay. So I'd recommend it. I forgot the name of it, but if you look up key, I, I, yeah, like he, he, he was pretty solid on this song. So, yeah. but yeah, well, it's, it's interesting. The that like Leonardo DiCaprio interviews are like half this album. It, it really breaks up the flow of the, the mixtape. I guess it really breaks up the flow of it, but it's a really unique thing that I feel like only JD would do. And it's the reason that this will never be on. It's the reason this is so hidden is because literally half the, the mixtape is, either movie scenes or interviews of DiCaprio's. So. Yeah, but it's just such good shit, too. Like, it's the funniest Oh, yeah, no, the shit DiCaprio. he's saying is hilarious. It's, like, so serious. Like, this, like it's like DiCaprio's getting interviewed about, about, like, climate change, you know? Like, yeah. like Leonardo DiCaprio's talking about how the planet is dying, and then Jay, he's in the back rapping about, like, how horny he is. It, it's so funny. It, yeah. it's, it's honestly amazing. Yeah. But. It's just definitely some, like, he's definitely, like, you could definitely tell that this is like JID, like on like on someone's couch, like just making music. Absolutely, to get Absolutely. somewhere. This is know? yeah, like like he was like freshly kicked out of college, you know, like delivering yeah. pizzas or whatever, and uh, he was just like in Earth Gang's basement, just like fucking saying whatever's on his mind. Yeah, that was good stuff. I thought it was I thought it was funny. Um, it's on La Hornies. I I've always thought this was funny, but like now it's even funnier that uh, SZA is like huge star right now. Like yeah, SZA, SZA has like broken from like like niche like well respected to like absolute like multi oh, like multinational pop star. Now. Everybody knows SZA now, and right, I was... they do. It's just funny that in 2015 though, which is even which also is even before Control came out. So this is like yeah. way before people knew who SZA was. On a song called La Hornies, of course, J.I.D. is yeah. rapping about SZA. And uh, he said, baby got the ass like SZA, long ass hair. I want to beat it like RZA. That's a funny lyric. You know what's, fin- you know what's funny? It's like I, I didn't realize that bit, Like when I listened to that, 
Like, I'm like, I didn't realize how long ago that was. No, I'm that's like, why I was pointing it out. Like, eight years ago, J.D. was was being horny for SZA. And, like, that's a new trend right now. He, so it's kind of funny. He jumped on that yeah. before everybody else. Right, J.D. started it. He, he was, the was on fucking rap talk yeah. and rap he also, and Yeah, also a couple lines later, uh, he says one of the best lyrics in his entire catalog, and I'll stand by it. Uh, mm. Dyslexic, she trying to do the 96. Yeah, that's good. That yeah. that is one of the most clever. I mean, I'm. I mean, it's just a quick, simple one-liner, but but it, it gets the that job shit done. Is hilarious. It's and it stands so funny. out. The good it's lines so stand out. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. I never been on a Testarossa, but I throw this dick like Testaverde. Shit like that, man. It's just it I don't know. There's a there's a charm to this for sure. It's not. It, interestingly enough, it's it's much less polished than his. 2013 mixtape which is what i'm going to give you you know i already alluded to that uh, i think you'll find that one a little more enjoyable and a little more like okay these songs are like genuinely creative and a little more serious i think what happened maybe is like you know he made para 2 which was his 2013 mixtape and he might have just got like a little a little bored with being kind of more normal and kind of yeah. decided to go totally off the wall yeah uh, so with this but uh, i'm i don't know he it's, said he okay. said oh, let's see what sticks yeah yeah this but the dicaprio is definitely a big part of like his history and you know any huge fan has like you know looked at dicaprio 2 and said well that clearly implies the existence of a dicaprio one and you know went and went and found yeah. this yeah so, yeah 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 that's cool yeah i'm glad you listened to it but yeah, yeah. I, I i listened to it a couple times this week because i am a sicko and i just can't get enough of Jaddy, so yeah. You already saw was... him in person, man. When's you? When are you gonna peek? Yeah, you know. I mean, yeah. He's he's in shit with Metro, so I don't know if you've yeah. seen that. No, oh, no, it it's not. It's gonna happen, dude. It's that's gonna, gonna be fucking gonna ridiculous. When that drops, man, we're gonna just become a Jaddy podcast and not a music podcast. I don't know, man. We were Griselda for a little bit there. Yeah, we are. We well, we always and we always will be because because yeah. why not, right? Well, because they're the they're the best, man. Yeah. But yeah, so other, other than that, I've been on my uh I've been on my nineties rock shit, my my alt rock shit. I don't know, I've jumped around so much, dude. I, I, I like yeah. usual. I'm always jumping around. Like Right, yeah, you're always jumping around. But like some some things I listen to just to like give some examples. I guess the, the actually you know what it's mostly two thousands and not nineties, but uh you ever heard Samstown by the Killers? Yes. Yeah, yeah Killers, a, I love the one. Killers. I love the Killers Man. a lot. Yeah, that, that's my favorite album by them. Oh, I don't know if that's a hot take or what. I don't think it is. My, uh, oh, man, my is that my? I think that's my first favorite Christian rock band. My favorite, <laughs> yeah. my favorite Christian rock band. Yeah, if that, if yeah, well, yeah, them in sure. Creed. Yeah, and yeah, that's it. I guess. Yeah. No, they're no, they're they're amazing, and like I do prefer Sam's Town to Hot Fuss, which could could cause a fuss if you will but no bad take no i don't know i don't really care they're both i don't really i don't really yeah not only do i not care i also i genuinely don't know so i I just i just don't i don't know i like yeah but i listen to that i listen to yankee hotel foxtrot again kind of i'm like kind of obsessed with that album by the way that's good Yeah. yeah Uh, also to Dookie by Green Day, which is totally random. Oh, such a great! I used to that used to be yeah. in my CD player in my Mazda in high school. Yeah. Oh my god, and, I remember. I remember your Mazda. 
dude. Is, every that, time... is that the car you got you got pulled over in in Taco Bell? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was because I just yeah. I got it the day before and there was a football game uh, and we all met up at Taco Bell. Yeah. And then I was pulling out a Taco Bell and someone hit a pole right outside of Taco Bell. So I, was, I wasn't paying attention. So I didn't see that there was a car coming. So I just zoomed out. I didn't have my headlights on. So yeah. he pulled me over the cop. I pulled in front of a cop. You pulled in front of a cop. You, yeah. You failed to mention that you turned out in front of a cop. Yeah. And that's why he pulled me over. Not because <laughs> yeah. of my fucking headlights, because he was about, he was like pissed off at me. Yeah. yeah I didn't get right. a ticket and shit. That's what, that's how, you know, it wasn't about the headlights. He was like, Oh, this dumbass kid. Like he's fucked up. Drunk. Yeah. Is that the only time you've gotten pulled over? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got pulled over. I got pulled over. Jeez, man, are you the cops, dude? What's going on? I was just—it's a got, funny story to no, be the only time over. you got pulled over. That's no, why I was bringing it up. I got pulled over another time because I—I um, I was driving my Jeep and mm-hmm. I was like sitting, and this cop was really close, like really riding my tail. And I was like, oh, fuck, he's gonna pull me over." Like I knew it. Like I knew it right when he was—he was, he was yeah, right on my ass. Yeah. And I'm like, shit, dude. And then right when I said it, lights turned on and I pull over. And then he's like, uh, he's like, uh, he's like, you know, the standard, the super nice cop, like the nicest cop I've ever met. And he's like, do you, uh, is this a, you know, Jeep, uh, Cherokee? And it's not a Jeep Cherokee, it's a Jeep Liberty. And I said, mm-hmm. no, this is a Liberty. He's like, do you know that it's registered under Jeep Cherokee? Seriously? In the, yeah. So I don't, I didn't, like, I just got the papers that were given to me when I bought the car. You know, like yeah. when you when you get the like it's a used car. car like you bought it. it from someone else. Yeah. yeah, and you you get like you take the paper, your registration, yeah. you bring and you it don't over, really like you sign the bottom. It. You yeah. sign the bottom, and you bring it into the secretary of state, and they transfer yeah. it over to your name. And they don't check that. What you don't think like, no, oh, I, let me make sure it's you, registered as the right car. You would have just what, assume. Where would have that? happened and then so then i had to go through secretary so i didn't get a ticket or anything yeah because it was my car under my name and obviously i didn't know like i was obviously like oh like it's like no, an honest mistake so, obviously i know this is a liberty and i don't know why yeah. same year and everything right vin number on the car like it was the right car yeah was, right right it was it's like not no discrepancies yeah no it was just that was it was just yeah. a different name See, this is why I asked because I knew it was going to be a good story. I never heard yeah, that one. Yeah, and then so. uh, and then I had to change. I had to fucking. You can't just go into Secretary of State and say, "Hey, I have to change the name of my car." <laughs> you have to file a paper online. Of course you do. Yeah, and 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 it takes three weeks. So I was sitting in my car with a letter from, like, I think the Secretary of State saying yeah. that we're I'm I'm in. So Riley Greenwood is in process of getting his you know yeah name of so if you got pulled over again and some cop was like this is not a cherokee you're like yeah i know i don't know man i i'm just i don't know yeah that's crazy yeah i just i i just i was only asking because that headlight story you mentioned your mazda and i always think of when you that that story you know what it's funny man I, i wasn't I wasn't in the car, by the way. I was in the Taco Bell, and I'm yeah. like, "Oh, bye, Riley. See you later." And then I literally see him turn out, and the second he turns out, I see the a cop lights come. I'm like, "No way!" So I just got pulled over the second he left the Taco Bell, right in front of and all of our friends. You know what's funny is I had my cousin, yeah, and her friend, and her friend, and they yeah. sat in the back seat. They didn't even, yeah, but no, no, neither one of them sat in the front seat. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it was you alone in the front seat. And they were, dude, they were fucked up. And I was like, yeah. no. I'm well, like, dude, if, probably good if, thing they were in the back seat. If I get questioned and like, dude, this is going to look weird. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. This is like, that weird. you're driving around two people in the back of your car. Two girls no in the back on. seat. And they're like, <laughs> I'm like, but anyway, or I thought, you know what story you always bring up with my what? Mazda is the, is the time that, it was like that time where we didn't hang out for a long time, and I finally hung out with. Oh, you. The, the battery. Yeah, and then we we, didn't we jumped... tell that story on this podcast. Yes, we tell we told it like three times, but I thought it's you were gonna story. tell it again. No, I've had enough of that one. No, it's a great story though. It's a good it's a story. story. I mean, long story short, uh, I know how to jump a car battery. I actually just did it last week. I do too. But uh, we had a friend who just really likes to take control. And, we trusted uh, him. <laughs> we trusted him for some reason, and uh, he set the car battery on fire. Yeah, jump the car. Mine and Rosario's car batteries uh, caught on fire, and yeah, we were about mostly to blow up yours. The cars. Mo- mostly yeah. yours, <laughs> but oh, I don't. My car was fucked up, so I didn't. I got yeah. Home, so my car is limping along, day by day. I got a yeah. leak, like it oh. thunderstormed the other week, and yeah. I got my fucking car straight to go to Culver's. And there's fucking water pouring in through the sunroof. I'm like, this cannot be real right now. So you know what I did? I just took the like felt cover that covers it, and I just shut the the cover and covered the sunroof. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, the water's still coming through, but it's not getting on me at least. So gotta get that fixed as soon as I get home. But I don't know. I gotta over there. That's car problems, anyway, man. Dude, yeah. Uh, fuck. Man, I listened to this. So now we're going back to the regularly scheduled programming. Mm-hmm. I listened to this fucking weird album, like something that like is obscure even for me. Uh, apparently, it's like fairly popular, but it was really. I felt like I was like digging for gold, but apparently, it's like a well-known band. They, they're called Stereo Lab. They're like they're like these French, oh, yeah. this French band yeah. from the nineties. Yeah, yeah. I, I never heard of them until like earlier this week, but like they're like super popular and they have a ton of music. Yeah, and uh, I listened to one of their albums, and it was like crazy. Really good. It was like eye opening. Yeah, it's, it's it is psychedelic fun. kind of. Fun. It's psychedelic. Yeah, it was. I was listening to it, and for the like, let, let's see here, for the hour and three minutes of the album, <laughs> I was like in a different world. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because like, you know what it reminded me a lot of? It reminded me a lot of Heaven or Las Vegas because it's oh. like super psychedelic and weird, and also this is actually in a different language for some of it. Yes, so. Yeah. I was actually like not knowing what they were saying. I was just like vibing along with like the French or whatever. But yeah. uh, what yeah. I what I love is like I think it's uh I think I've mentioned them on the pod, but like I listen to this band. Uh, it's called I think it's Fevel is Glock or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think yeah, they're German or French or yeah. something like that. And you, you we were talking about it last week. Like you don't need to know what they're saying. Like oh no, I can't understand shit. But it's yeah. so good. It's kind of the same yeah. thing. It's they're in the same vein as same stereo. same boat as as yeah as stereo lab. Lab. They're like yeah, okay, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, shout out Stereo Lab. Shout out uh, Tempter by Stereo Lab. Yeah, Tempter. song fucking rocks. Good song. Yeah, it's a good I song. I know song. Yeah, so that's yeah. kind of my. I, I listen to a lot of alternative and like yeah. rock. I'm I'm getting back into Peach Pit. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So just some can't indie, go wrong some, there. So, some spring, you know, soft. Yeah, rock I'm stuff. a big fan of their uh, most recent record, the 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 black one from two uh, to three. Yeah, um, first song on that album, I forget what it's called. Great song, give up, baby. Go, no, it's not. I think it's uh, there's the um, up it's Granville, like, yeah, yep, up Granville. And the second track is the Vicky, Vicky or whatever, right? Great yeah, song. love that, love that song too. So, 
Shout out Peach Pit, I guess. Oh, yeah, great band. Good. Great. They're, they're, they don't have a bad good. song. I don't think they have a bad song. Yeah, not many. Definitely not many. That that reminds me of another story, which we've also, I think, probably told. But like, we listened to Peach Pit like all night on the drive home from Cedar Point, and that yeah. was cool. Yeah, that was a cool. That was a cool time. That was my introduction to Peach Pit. It was a good introduction, and you were like, "Yeah, yeah it's good." And then yeah. I was like, "Oh man, he hates it." No, I didn't hate it. I was just tired. It was yeah. late. It was a long night. Yeah, Dude, I was like hallucinating. Like I was like, no, I know. I was probably like severely dehydrated. Like I think that's what probably, dude. I mean, we were outside all day at an amusement park. Dude, it sucked. Like honestly, like that was like a rough day at Cedar Point, but it was so fun. Yeah, well, well, the good thing about that day is that like we had no pressure to ride everything. No. So like, if the line was long, we're like, we don't care. We're just not gonna do it. So we only really did the rides that we like either really wanted to do or like didn't have too bad of lines. So like overall it was it was good until like just I'd say the only like part that sucked is like everyone agreed we have to ride the Val Raven before we leave. Yeah. And then the Val Raven had just Dude, like, the, was the worst longest. line. I yeah. remember sitting there a few times and I was so overheated that I was like, guys, I'm gonna throw up. Like I'm Dude, yeah, you were like you were like having a hard time, man. You were like delirious. Dude, that last that last line, I was like I didn't yeah. know what was wrong with me, but I was like, I was like, Dude, no, we were, I mean, we were just done. It's just like after all day at amusement park, you're just kind of done. Yeah. And we were, I think we were starving too. Oh yeah. We, didn't we, eat. we, we, we went ate, to famous we, Dave's and then we and... ate at bar. Like we had like chicken wings or pretzels or something like that. That's yeah, all we'd like... eat. And oh had, yeah. Like... It was that um, place with the, with the seasoning or whatever. It's like the old Bay place. Yeah. And, and it was like, <laughs> not that good. It was not no. good. I like lost my appetite from like it was like was average hungry. amusement park food. And then we ate those Italian sandwiches at like 10 in the morning. Remember that? <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. The sandwich guy who played the fucking that's hey, that's where <laughs> the name of this podcast was born. Yeah, classic mix up. Classic yeah. mix up. It was a sandwich shop in fucking Sandusky, Ohio. Yeah. And the guy who the owner of the sandwich shop on the TVs just mm. played those youtube videos of the dash cam car yeah. crashes and, and we there ate was just a like fucking, there was a car on the highway that was like flipped over and rolled like eight times this is pretty fucked up yeah. it like rolled eight times it was upside down and our buddy will goes ah classic mix up and yeah. that was when this was, it was born. born it was because when we started saying that every time that like any, anything happened we'd be like oh classic mix up yeah classic mix up and now oh, here we are months later almost a yeah. year, almost a year later i know crazy are. dude and but what was awesome was that like i can't believe we just like scarfed down giant like italian beef sandwiches and then and like went on the roller coasters yeah yeah i was oh, like i dude, knew what, what? i i was i was eating that thing and then it hit me like i'm about to go ride the fucking gatekeeper in an hour like <laughs> <laughs> yeah like Dude, this that was so stupid it was kind of a bad decision because we were hot it was hot as fuck that day too and we're like i i remember going up to the like walking up to the front of the place and i, I was already like getting hot yeah i had shorts and a t-shirt and shoes on I'm like, motherfucker, dude, this is going to yeah. be rough. Remember, so this is fun. obscure now, and this is, I don't even know why we're still talking about this, but from from Detroit to Cedar Point, like, by the time we got there, we had to piss, like, so bad, <laughs> and there was no bathrooms anywhere. We went into, like, two or three different stores, and none of them had a bathroom, dude, and then we finally uh, find, found a gas station that had a public bathroom. I don't know if you remember that or not, but yeah. I, I had yeah. to piss like a racehorse, dude. And because uh, well, you the sandwich me up place, and then we went to Ohio, so you were yeah. Well, the, well, the sandwich place didn't have a bathroom, 
Yeah. And like nothing in the strip mall, the sandwich place had a bathroom. Yeah. So we had to like drive down the road and find one. And there was like a gas station down the road and we found one. But I'm like, I'm not making to Cedar Point from this sandwich shop to Cedar Point. It's like 20 minutes. Like I'm like, I'm not making it, man. Like I need to get to a gas station. I don't know if it's just like our good, like, I think it was like what was stressing me out too is that we were following Will's instructions <laughs> and that kid like, I for yeah. being a logistics like business major, like he's yeah. a pretty business oriented guy. The instructions he were. is so willy-nilly like he's yeah so we, like, i forgot oh, I yeah know. we he's were like, totally we can do this and, I, and we all we me and you put our total faith into will and he just yeah. had no plan at all i t- i forgot that we totally were lost in like downtown sandusky or whatever and he's like oh yeah we yeah 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 take a left at he's like he's like oh you gotta take a right at the second street after the dairy queen and i'm like dude there's like, four roads a- outside of the dairy yeah queen. like there's literally like an intersection after the dairy queen and like i don't we found you're we like found you're like in the sketchy part of Sandusky, Ohio, with like. Well, okay, so he there. was living in Sandusky, and we had to drive to Sandusky, pick him up, and then go to the park. Yeah, but like trying to get to his place, the instructions were. Well, we should. He should have just said, "Look for the giant prison." Yeah, the side of yeah, the, road the holding center is what his yeah. building looked like. Yeah, and it has fences like. Yeah, twenty feet high fences, so people don't escape and shit. Like I'm like, what? Or why? So are Cedar you Point treats their workers. Yeah, why are you so. working here? Shout dude. out Cedar Point, man. You know they're they're uh, repurposing the dragster, I think, or something. Yeah, they're selling it to like another place. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. I forgot what they said was going in it in its place. I I, I don't think I want to go back. Like I just don't like I, ever. I don't, <laughs> I, it, you would have to get me coerced. I think it's it would be have to be a certain group of people. Yeah, I'm not willy nilly going there. Like knowing how much shit is the, wrong yeah. there. Yeah, let's let's not get a lawsuit on our no, hands. No, 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 let's, no. Let's keep that information. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You can do your own research on what goes on at Cedar Point. Oh yeah, just look it up. Trust everything yeah. you see on Reddit. By the way, too, it's all true. Yeah, definitely. We but, can um, personally confirm. You that. didn't hear it from us. Didn't hear it from us. You hear it from Reddit. But yeah. anyway, do you want to? So I'm listening to the JID. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna listen to uh, Para Two by JID. It's in that same yeah. Okay. Files. Um, I'm gonna give you Sonder's Son by Brent Fias. All right, it's finally time. Yes, Are you, I haven't given you Brent Fias yet, and I've kind of talked no, about Brent. It's been a long time, and uh, a long time talking about Brent Fias, and I've been like not listening as kind of like a yeah, saving it because I know you're gonna album. So he I, had he had some other music under other name and other names mm-hmm. called Sonder, and um, it's kind of like a produ- producer like singer duo, kind of like an alter and, alter ego type of thing. Yeah, and okay. so this is his first album under his like actual name. name. Okay, cool, cool. And uh, it's so it's Sonder Son. So Sonder's the old name, and that's mm-hmm. so it's kind of like alluding to his like. Yeah, I've seen this persona. album cover everywhere. So. It's a good album to give this one. It's probably it's his best full album. That's an actual album. Like the other, the he has like two EPs that are amazing too. That I might give you eventually. Okay. But his last his last release is is Wasteland, and it's it's a full album. But it's everything was like singles and stuff. It's yeah. I remember talking about that on the albums of the year. You're like, it's not really worth like listening to until you're like actually, I guess, like a fan. But yeah, like. Cool. I wouldn't listen well, to Wasteland as a full album because everything was released as a right. Single. Yeah, so I guess I'll just uh, Sonderson is a good yeah. Check out that one. Yeah. Listening to that, you're gonna get me. I'm gonna be crying. I'm gonna be like, oh, uh, that's cool. Crying. I, I'm I'm cool with that. 
I, I, can, I, I can get behind that, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess one more thing before we kind of sign off also is yeah. I guess we should just say that we're, we're taking like a small break. Um, yep, finals on account, time. Yeah, on account of finals week. And then directly after finals week, as soon as I start my summer, I have to get my wisdom teeth removed. Damn. So probably won't be any podcast. Oh. I've got uh, whatever is going on in my mouth. Yeah. So, so we'll take a couple. We'll take a yeah, couple. Probably, probably two weeks. But uh, whenever I'm recovered from my surgery, we will uh, we'll be back bringing you content. I'll bring you some summer. ice cream. Yeah. That'd be, yeah, sure. I got uh, my I got my wisdom teeth. A little side note: I got my wisdom te- teeth taken out really early. Yeah, how I was, you? dude. I was in sophomore year of high school. Damn, like what? Like sixteen? I was fifteen. Fifteen? Yeah, that that, that does seem pretty early. I've had mine now for like, like the every time I go to the dentist, you know, like every six months or whatever, mm-hmm. for the past like two years, so almost about that time, he's been saying like, oh, these are gonna have to come out. These are gonna have to come out. And the last time I went to the dentist, was like, yeah, next time you see me, like, you got to go. So, yep, yeah. literally the – I get home from school on, like, a Thursday. I have the yeah. weekend, and then Monday it's, like, surgery time. So, it's yeah. okay, get it out of the way, and then yeah, right, get, get right back to uh, – Get it done. Yeah, get it done, get back to get back to the pod. But, uh, oh, yeah, yeah uh, so I guess thank you for making it this far if you made it this far. Yeah. Uh, thanks for supporting us. Yeah. Always, as always, you know, Rosario said it good. Thanks for supporting the pod. We've been classic mix up. Stay safe, stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, check in every Friday. We release that's when we release a new episode. Yes, we sir. post updates on Twitter at classic mix up pod, yeah, which is at the bottom of the banner on YouTube. If you watch our, you know, our YouTube videos, our we are visual. Um, and we're also found on every other streaming service besides the one you were listening to right now. So, you know. Send this to your friends, family, anybody that likes music. Post it on your Twitter. Give us a shout out. Uh, For the brand. We appreciate any support. We'll be here even if there's nobody listening. So, of course, um, we've been classic mix up. So, and we'll see you next week. See you guys.